0: We like we like long walks on the beach, margaritas at sunset. No.
1: <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, the behind the scenes no holds barred
0: <laughs> unfiltered. No holds barred behind the scenes look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle by yours truly and his truly
1: and me truly? I don't know.
0: I don't I don't know. You're the grammar guy.
1: I, I uh, hey, I I barely I
0: were, I'm totally lost. What do we say next?
1: You say your name even... and who you are.
0: Oh, oh yeah! I'm Jason Moore, co-founder of the Location Indie Community,
1: and I'm Travis Sherry, the one who couldn't remember the introduction, but was thankfully picked up by my great business partner and friend, Jason Moore, <laughs> who just swooped right in there, so casual, so elegant, just
0: I went with it. Tried. I mean, we were just talking before we started recording. Well, obviously, this is a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered but whatever we said i don't even no remember holds now no bard uh yeah, yeah we were like oh, what do we say again we can't remember and and then that actually happened during the intro so instead of re-recording this we're just going to roll with it because this is behind the scenes and Travis and i were talking about how we haven't recorded in a while when uh when we were jumping
1: on here and and one of the things i think it segues really great into the show that we're going to have for you today is that we are going to be talking about Surrounding yourself with other people who help you out and who pick you up and motivate you. And we're going to be talking a little bit about one of our, both our favorite words, one of our favorite words for both of us. See the grammar here, um, kind of in the English language. And it, it's cool to say. And it's also really cool when it happens. And that's serendipity. Serendipity do da dippity. My, oh my,
0: what a wonderful day. Yeah. Uh, serendipity is well. I don't know. We should have looked up the dictionary definition, but um, just the idea yeah, that says magical connections. Yes,
1: magical connections that the universe is is kind of helping out. That stuff is happening for a reason, and uh, typically, serendipity I think is used in a, a positive way. I mean, actually I don't know if it can be used in a negative way, and uh, we just came about with this because. What we were doing is we were looking through the location indie communion. Before we record the podcast, again, we don't we kind of touch on maybe what we're gonna talk about. We don't always like dive deep. We want it to be a almost like a stream of consciousness. Here's our thoughts. Here's what's coming out. Uh, So it can be that unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of location-independent lifestyle. See there, I got it. Um, But we were going through the LI community, and I saw something that really stuck out to me. And typically, we do inside LI at the end of the podcast. We give you a look inside of our community and what's going on. But I wanted to start with this today, because I think this will take us down a really neat rabbit hole dealing with serendipity. And so a really good friend of ours and a member of our Location in Community, Diane, who has been in now for, I am I believe, a year. Actually, she said she started February 2015. Um, so she's been in since basically the beginning. And uh, I, I'm just going to read her little post uh, really quick. I'll... I'll you know, paraphrase here, but she said many of you don't know how my uh, my story or how Li has been a huge capital letters part of my uh, part of it in a really unexpected way. So here's a quick summary. In February 2015, I was getting ready to resign from my corporate job and joined Li after hearing the guys us talking about the community on their podcasts. Literally days later, I met Trav and Heather in a hotel on Inlay Lake in Myanmar. For the record, I still believe this is the coolest Li meetup to date. And I remember thinking, damn, the universe really wants me to pursue the digital nomad thing. So I quit my job and went off traveling with my trusty LI travel buddies supporting me along the way. Then I met my coach on an LI webinar that Trav and Jason hosted, which I assume was the universe kicking my ass for the lack of progress. Fast forward to the present, and I am now working as a certified high-performance coach. She goes on to discuss what that is and how she's paying it forward now. Is she opened up her whole week? So now she's a coach, and she charges people uh, decent money to to coach with her to to be her. Um I guess not students, but, uh, you know, clients. And um, she's opened up the first week of July for any LI members, no strings attached, a 60-minute strategy session where she's going to help them work through some of the things that she's worked through over the last year and a half, which is absolutely awesome and something that was totally unexpected. And obviously, she didn't have to do it and we didn't even know she was doing it. So uh, big kudos to Diane for that. But like, th- as I was reading that, I was just thinking, Jay, like, look at all these... We, I don't, I don't want to say weird, but yeah, serendipitous events that happened to get her to where she she was. And, I, you know, I don't think it's coincidence. I don't want to sit there and say, like, the Cosmos have a line to make this happen. A lot of it is because she decided she wanted to make it happen. But there's a lot of things that happened that pushed her towards that. And I think that that happens when you start making it happen as well, right? Like when you're going after something.
0: Absolutely. I think you just nailed it. It's, it's being open to it. And when you think about it, our realities are only a, a very small sliver. It's really whatever we decide to focus on in that moment, right? And then those moments add up to our days and our lives and everything like that. And if you're focusing on this goal of becoming a digital nomad or, or you know, creating a life of long-term travel or working for yourself or having more freedom, whatever it is, of course, you're going to see more opportunities within that that field because that's what you're paying attention to. It. It's like if you're if you're thinking about buying a you know I will say a a hot orange Trans Am. Okay. <laughs> they don't even exist uh, no. anymore. That might that might be a hard one, but you know, like a, a new car that just came out, and you're like, oh, I might get that, and then you start seeing it everywhere. Right. You know, right. it's just it's that effect of. You, you see the things that you're paying attention to, and our minds can only pay attention to so many things at once, which is why it's so important, so critical to have those intentions top of mind and to keep reminding yourself of those. Because that, I, you know, it's one of these chicken and egg conundrums, right? It's like is serendipity just pure serendipity? I think sometimes is, but like. In a way, there's there's also, like you said, these events that lead up to it. Like, you met up with Diane in Myanmar, which is insane. We, we got to like, tell, did, gotta tell guys,
1: that story, too, because...
0: Yeah, well, you, you got to share how that happened. But, like, that also happened because we decided to start this community and bring these people together. So, like, you know, but there's some kind of weird swirling vortex of like energy and people helping each other out when when you get into this mode mode this mental mode of hey i'm really gonna go after
1: these things and that's what that's what this is all about i think it comes down to when you do put yourself out there and every single person who's listening to this has decided to like at least pursue this decision at some point at some level because they're listening to this podcast so like that's the first step and i think i honestly think that you get rewarded for taking those steps, because it's not easy. None of this is easy. That's why we do the podcast to show you sometimes in a Debbie Downer way how not easy it is. Um, but you get rewarded. And so talking about Diane, I mean, what she doesn't know, I mean, what I've told her, and we've since met up in Philadelphia as well with another group of LI people, and we'll kind of discuss that maybe. But I, I've told her this, is that She didn't know how much it meant to me as well, because here we are. We had this idea of this community. We knew we had done the Paradise Pack in 2014. We thought, all right, we're going to open up this location in a community. And we did it in February 2015. And we were happy with the results. I think we had like 70 people join right right off the bat, right around there. But we didn't know what direction it was going to take. You know, We were a little like, well, all right, now what type thing? And uh, you were actually holding, I was in Myanmar as the furthest, probably the most... Remote place I've I've ever been traveling actually, and um, you were going to be holding a, the first LI meetup in Colorado, and you were just meeting up with I believe Cliff and maybe one or two other LI members in Colorado, right? Yeah, and I remember being jealous, like, oh man, like I'm really happy I'm traveling, but it's cool that Jason's like doing the first one and he's meeting up with these people, and I really want to do in person meetups and. So, the story goes, I am getting ready to hop on a bus at 8 a.m. in the morning to go from in this Inlay Lake region to, to this other area. So, Heather and I like roll out of bed. You know, we got our backpacks on. We're like just bleary eyed. We're like, oh my gosh. You know, we're in an area that, that's pretty hard traveling, like fun, but hard. There's been like no internet. You know, we're just like, whatever, get us to this bus where we're going to be on this bus for 14 hours or 12 hours, whatever it was. And we're sitting in the lobby of this, ho- of this hotel, and I just hear, Travis? And I'm like, what? Someone cannot be talking to me, right? Right. And I kind of look around, and I didn't know who it was at that point, but it was Diane. And she goes, hey, I'm Diane. I'm a member of Location Indie. And I thought, what is happening here? Like, I literally thought I was in a dream because mm. we had only had like 60 people in Location Indie. We had just l- literally just started it maybe... Like the couple weeks before that Yeah, or two or three weeks. Like, it, it was... in in its infancy. And I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah, it was really funny because yesterday I heard you talking at the front desk and I, I heard your voice and I thought, who the heck is that? Like that voice sounds so familiar. I guess she was a little ways away and then she thought, wait, is that is that Travis from like Extra Pack of Peanuts? Like she she had listened to my podcast, so she thought it was it might be me, but then I guess I had, I left or she had left or something like that. And she thought, oh, maybe it's not. And then you sent out an email, Jay, that afternoon, without knowing any of this was happening, and without any of us knowing any of it was happening, that said, like, hey, you know, we're doing this, I'm doing this meetup in LI. Travis is away in Myanmar, so he might not have internet. Why you put that line in, who knows? You probably just like kind of talking about what we were doing, and she literally read it and thought, I don't know how she got in there, because I never had internet there, but she read it and thought that had to be him. Like that's too coincidental. And so then the next day, because she saw me. So like all these things happened. And it was just amazing because, you know, I don't know if we hadn't met if Diane would still be in location in Indy. I mean, probably, but maybe she would have been like, ah, this might not be for me, you know? Maybe if we hadn't met, like we wouldn't have gotten that jolt of this is crazy. Like the universe is on our side. Yeah. I met someone in Myanmar, and that day you were holding one across the world in Colorado, and I got to send you a message a few days later when I got internet and be like, "Dude, I think I might have beaten you to the first LI meetup." You know, so <laughs> it's just, I was
0: like, "What? Like how? How can that be?" But it's crazy. You know, well, like you said, in reverse, it was just as exciting for us because we just started this community and you know like anybody else that starts things you're like "Well, you want to do a great job you know our our goals are high we want to facilitate these connections and like facilitate this serendipity in many ways so people can work together can collaborate can help each other out a rising tide lifts all boats and all that type of stuff and we wanted to make sure we did a good job of it and when you're just starting out like you're kind of figuring things out too we had a plan and everything but you're growing something and and especially a community because you want to grow it organically and you can't really do that until there's been some time put in you get to know people and and all that type of stuff so you know we had our fears and our doubts and like are we going to be able to like do it in the right way so we can really have people taking action and getting on the path to this lifestyle or, or maintaining it or like being able to meet up and all the things we want to do around the community and to know That you ran into her in Myanmar, that was like a sign to me, too, where I was like, wow, like, we're supposed to be doing this because, like, what are the chances of that? It almost seems impossible, really.
1: Wouldn't, Wouldn't, now looking back, wouldn't it be basically our goal, when we started this community, wouldn't we say our goal was, you could, something like this, you could be in Myanmar... And you would meet up with another person who is in location indie. Like, wouldn't that be one of like the two or three big goals? Like, basically, yeah. You're, you're, we talk about facilitating um, connections, so Built, a built-in network of friends everywhere right. you go, and, and that's exactly a huge goal. Yeah. So if we were talking about like the two or three main goals of location indie, if we boil them down really simply, it's like one having a place that people can support you. Uh, to being able to make connections like on projects and stuff like that so you guys can all help each other out like we said we just want to be the facilitators we don't know everything we don't claim to know everything there's people out there who are way more skilled at building websites and seo and and being coaches and all this kind of stuff so we are trying to facilitate this connection and the third would be the travel components like wouldn't it be cool if you just could meet people all over the world like you went and you had this built-in network and uh and there it was. Three weeks later, yeah. sixty people in this world who were part of Location Indy. Two of them happened to be in Myanmar. Not only happened to be in Myanmar, happened to be in the same dang hotel in a tiny town in Myanmar, and happened to like run into each other. I mean, it, it's it's pretty. Pretty crazy, and um, (laughs)
0: yeah, and I mean, you know, we've told the story before, but uh, Travis and I, you know, we met at a conference, and uh, again, that's an example. I think you know, both of us having our antennas up and saying we're we're doing this thing, we're looking to meet like minded people, connect with other people in some way, whatever that means. Those are like general statements, but then I think the serendipity comes in, and something becomes more solidified in some way, you know. So Travis and I, we. We're both, we've told, I'll tell it really quickly because we've told before, we met at this conference called WDS in Portland. We're both pod, travel podcasters from Philly, didn't know each other, like met up, ended up, long story short, sitting next to each other a couple times, ran into each other, hanging out, and blah, blah, kept in touch. Now we're business partners and have been for what, like almost, well, I guess over two years now. Is yeah, it?
1: well, we would be yeah, uh, yeah so, over two years and friends for like three years, and I think that the two things that happened there was like a, the serendipity part of we were waiting to both talk to another friend of ours, Steve cam who's since been on, uh, in our LI community and, and doing Q and A's there. But you know, he was giving a presentation. We were waiting to talk to him and, and he was like busy with someone else. So like if he wasn't busy with someone else, one of us would have just talked to him and probably not even have stood next to each other and talked to each other. Right. But like you said, the second part is, and that's kind of my challenge for people today for if you're listening to this podcast is to have your antenna up. like, you know, don't bury your head in your smartphone, like if you're standing there at a conference or whatever it is, you know, just be open. Like we just were open to it. And then I think you said, hey, man, do you, do you want to sit ne- ne- together at the next session? Because we just kind of talked a decent amount, like maybe three or four minutes. And it was like, yeah, sure. And so we did. And then and then after that, we started going and, and talking more. And I think that it, it does... The serendipity will show itself when you put yourself out there. But, yeah, you you have to be open to we it. Like, we like long walks on the beach, right. margaritas at sunset. Well, no. <laughs> and, let, let's put it. So, like, we can give a bunch of examples. I mean, we talk about us. We talk about Diane. Uh, Di- the second part of Diane was that she said she met um, – her coach that that now has helped her and helped her become a high performance coach on an LI webinar. And so what we did is I had a friend and and he's your friend now as well, Jacob Sokol, uh, great guy. And he was one of my mentors when I first started out without kind of knowing it. Like I just reached out to him and we, we'll talk about that on another podcast of like reaching out to people, like creating your own serendipity, right? Um, but I reached out to him. He's great. I love his energy. We brought him on to talk about running retreats. And uh, we had no idea that Diane was like looking for a coach. I don't even know if Diane knew she was really looking for a coach. She attended the seminar and she was like, I resonate with him so much. And they got to talking. She went to one of his retreats. And now, you know, she's one, he's coaching her and now she's coaching other people. And so that's a little more structure, right? Like we can actually see how it worked. But again, this idea of like, I know someone, I introduce them to someone else. Uh, and and it just, it becomes this bigger circle, like your circle's ever widening when you're part of a community, because then you're getting the benefit of everyone else's connections.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about, you know, we've talked a lot about some of the business stuff where this has led. But also, you know, Travis mentioned the friendship, which has been, you know, have, having Travis in my life has been a huge thing for me like we, we've we shared so much together over the last couple of years like not only in the trenches at work but then that leads to so much more than I could have ever imagined when we first started working together you know basically, you basically you're almost family and your families are family in a way because you're all in this thing together and um, it's it, it's a lot deeper and a lot more uh, of a more beautiful thing like business partner is like a label that I think can sound pretty generic or not not very deep but in our case there's a lot of a more built into that. So, I mean, those are beautiful things. And then, but let's talk about travel too. You know, we talked about what some of the stuff happened with Diane. Obviously you guys were traveling in Myanmar, you met up there, but even if you're just somebody who wants to take off and travel for a year or three months or whatever, what I found travel when I first took off to travel was there was a whole community out there of people, just traveling like long-term that I didn't know existed. And and that doesn't mean that they're connected on the internet in any way, or they're like part of a, an online thing like what we have with location or whatever, but just out in the world, like sort of a, a a community of, what I found was like-minded people or like people that were really open to different things and then giving me ideas and we were exchanging ideas in real time. That's what travel can do, I think. So uh, one of the big things it can do is just connects you with, of course, a culture and a place, but then it also connects you with other travelers and then you're part of this sort of traveler's community and you can dip in and out of that as much as you want. I know you want like, you don't want to like spend all your time in the traveler's community and not immerse yourself in the culture, at least in, in the way I like to travel, you know, there's like a balance there, but I always love talking to other travelers. I mean, sh- that's why I host a po- travel podcast, right. you know, I mean, it was something I always loved doing and I did naturally. So I was like, well, why don't I start recording these and share it? Cause like people should know all these different ways you can travel. And that's like a lot of the work that we do is so y- you can live this travel based lifestyle and, and travel as much as you want. So like even just getting out there and traveling and like you said putting your smartphone down and just being present you know you don't know who you're going to meet in those situations and like these are these are the things i think when it comes to like business and travel that are are the most underestimated things is the value that can come in terms of like serendipity and the people that you can meet and where that can lead You in your life because you just can't possibly know where it's going to lead but it's it's very it's very underestimated because when you're considering a trip it's easy to think of what you're losing oh i'm or i'm giving up my job or i'm spending this amount of money you're like it's so easy to see the things you're giving up but it's really difficult to see the things you're going to gain and that's one of those things that you can't measure serendipity before a trip or before you attend a a conference you know like
1: and and I think that's why I love the Li community and and the people listening and the the people that we meet who are like minded so much. Well, a it's because they're like minded, so like that always helps. But it is it's it's this it's not just business 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 business, and it's this whole other subset of travel. But what I love about that is that. For most of us, like we we can talk about the business side, and we love it, and that's its own like kind of fun game and like thing to to fall down the rabbit hole with and explore because it is it's really cool. But for it's still for us, Jay, me and you, and and most people, a means to an end. Like yes, we're having fun with it. Yes, it's amazing to build businesses. Yes, it's great to work on your own. But like the whole goal is like because the end goal then is to travel more or have more freedom or do all that. And so when you meet those same type of people. Even if it's the first time where it it literally feels like a kindred like like you're meeting a kindred spirit. Yeah, you can connect really right away. Really and, deeply really. And quickly. I found that with just yeah. traveling too. And this kind of takes it to just another level, because when you're just traveling, you know, you, you, you pull into a hostel or a guest house and you don't know anything, and then people are like, Oh, we're going out tonight. And like if you were at your home and you like ran into someone in the street and they're like, Oh, and we didn't know them, they're like, Yeah, we're going out to this bar, you guys want to come, like uh maybe, maybe you would, but chances are you're probably like, oh, I got other stuff too. But when you're traveling, you know, you pop in and all of a sudden people are like, oh, we're going out or we're doing this. We're going to have a, a communal dinner. You want to have, and you do, I mean, it's just, I think you're more open to that. And, um, and it is, it's this, you, you bond with people much quicker when you're out on the road. And then that takes it to another level when you're kind of of the same mindset as well, where it's like you're traveling for the same kind of reasons. You're also do- building your businesses or growing um, all that kind of stuff for the same kind of reasons it's it forms a very quick bond and and we you just said it today like we've been business partners for two years we've been friends for like three years, which actually when you said it out loud, I thought no way that's got to be wrong that's got to be longer like to me, I thought it was like like in my head it would be like we've known each other forever um and uh and so it is it's it's really cool and and that's what is we're trying to facilitate with LI. And I think that's what happens because so many people are seeking out others who are like them and you don't know where to look. And uh, and once, as we said, like your circle, when I started, I knew no one, Jay, and same with you. And now we can count on a huge circle of people because you've met people, I've met people, those people have met people, those people, you're constantly getting introduced. So it's kind of like once you break in, it, it, the world is a little bit of your oyster. Like you start, like I just got an email uh, from another LA member, Chris, to uh, a couple days ago saying, hey, man, I got some people who I suggest as guests on your podcast, which are always great because I'm always looking for guests. He, and he just rattles off like he gives me one person and he goes, I got about 10 to 12 other people if you want to. And I'm thinking, oh, this is awesome. Like, A, it makes it easier. B, I'm going to get to meet people who I know are really cool. Like I don't have to vet them before they come on the podcast because like if Chris is recommending them, listen, I know he knows what he's talking about these people are going to be spot on and people are going to love their stories.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, this got me thinking when you were talking about how we make decisions. And when I think back to uh, the first conference I went to at WDS, I went by myself. It was like a thing that, it was the first time. I didn't really even know what it was going to be about. It just seemed like it was going to be a cool thing, you know. But what it boiled down to, and actually I've met Emily who's a really good friend of mine in my mastermind group, Ethan, like all these people I met just because I went to that first uh, conference, which is another thing that we kind of talked about uh, in this show, you know, go to, if you want to meet people and do a certain thing, Start going to maybe a couple of the conferences around those things. Like, just get around those people. Somehow it doesn't even have to be a pay I mean you could do a meetup, you know, just get out and, and go to some events or try to meet some people. Basically, but, if, um, you <laughs> <right>? <laughs> if you want to
1: fast track serendipity, right? If you want to force serendipity to happen, get out there to conferences and meetups of like put, kind of people. Put yourself in this. yeah, put yourself
0: in a situation where you're where you have the opportunity to to encounter serendipity, you know. Uh, I think this a lot of this comes down to making decisions based on your intuition, you know? And that's not a popular decision-making strategy, I would say. It's not something I think a lot of people think about as you're going through your daily decision-making, you don't sit back and and say, well, let me listen to my intuition for a second. No, use your practical mind and you kind of logic it out and, and then make decisions based on this quote unquote logic that we all have. The problem with our logic is that it's flawed often because our egos, our brains are trying to protect us against certain things. We have insecurities, we have doubts. And I mean, there's all these things that come into it. So, You know, I always say like any argument you want to win, you can win. You know, if you want to say, I drink coffee every day, so I'm going to win the argument of coffee is good for you. And I can probably find 50 articles in 10 minutes about how, (laughs) how coffee is bad for you. And I can find 50 articles about how coffee and why it's good for you. And I can just cherry-pick facts from those things. I'll be like, oh yeah, and that's, that's my belief now, and those are what I'm going to use to support that. So you can win any argument, you know? But how often do we take a step back and say, hey, does this, like, feel right? Because it's just not a popular way of decision-making because, it's, it's first of all, it's very hard to do because you have to be tuned in to, like, kind of something inside. That's very difficult. But I find when things are at their most serendipitous – if you will, is when I'm making decisions based on my intuitive feelings, based on on my intuition and a, a sense I have that this is the right thing to do, even if it doesn't make sense to do it, even if I don't have the money to go spend on a conference. But I, I feel inside that I need to go because it's going to be an important thing. And I feel like something will come out of it, you know, all of these types of feelings. And they're hard. Those feelings... Those decisions, those types of decisions are very hard to justify, especially when you start getting money involved and, and if you're going to go spend money on conferences or communities or whatever it is. So, I don't know. It's just, I didn't even think about that when this podcast started, but that's the beauty. of that... That's the beauty
1: of it. Yeah, is, I mean, it's...
0: It, 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 I don't know what your thoughts are well, on that, but definitely. I have a strong sense... I think people yeah.
1: don't follow their intuition, myself included, quite often because, like you said... um it's it's seen c i a i think it's hard to do because you have to be in tune b there's no real right answer and and there never really is a right answer but when you do something logically you just stack it up you can be like oh pros and cons all right this has more pros or i found more articles on the internet about coffee so uh being good for you so that's it like intuition there isn't a right or wrong it's like what you think and and third i think that people kind of poo poo it like oh yeah you your gut tells you that or like okay you know it's like a little looked down upon i think um in mainstream society, but I do think you're right. When money and stuff comes into it, it's harder, but you do have to do that, and that first WDS I went to where we met, I, I, you know, it was 500 bucks, and that's a great deal for a conference. Now I know that looking back, but I did not, I remember sitting at my table with Heather saying like, I, I Listen, 500 bucks, like that is so much money. We were just starting out. I was making nothing. Um, I was thinking of all the other things that 500 bucks could do, not not just for my business, but like in my life, like 500 bucks, like that's groceries is what I was thinking more or less probably. And she was like, you got to do it. Just go. Like you've been talking about this. You know, it's happened for two other years and it was great. Uh, you got to go. And, and luckily I did. Um, and, and she came with me, but she didn't get a ticket because we didn't even have enough money for two tickets, you know? And, uh, and, and (laughs) if, how much did that, how much did that 500 bucks turn into? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I mean, like, not only like,
0: if, if if you want to measure it, if you were trying to monetize it, I wouldn't
1: even, I wouldn't even be able to start. But I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars because everything I've done spurred from there. I was making no money with extra pack of peanuts. So almost every, all the money I've made with extra pack of peanuts, Started there because I figured out we met, so everything we've done started there. It's it's mind boggling. Let alone, of course, all the all the friendships and and the amazing stuff. I mean, most of the people I call my closest friends, especially when we're talking about not old friends from school and high school and college and all, but like the friends I talk to most often now, ninety five percent of them come from the World Domination Summit or are a friend of someone that I met there. So. Um. yeah, if you're you're on the fence about a community conference, uh, you know, and you think it's the right call, it is the right call.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it never hurts to go. We always say like, I think Travis and I both and one of the reasons we get along so well is we're always kind of up to say yes and get out and do something, you know. And And we're uh, both
1: frugal, too. So like if we're
0: saying you should probably do it and it's worked for us. And listen, you might think like, it. You know, we post these podcasts, you might think, oh, we're like, we're these super outgoing guys. I mean, we both have outgoing personalities, but that doesn't mean, I don't know about you, Trav, I mean, I get nervous going to, a, I've gone to conferences by yeah. myself. I'm going to sure. the Travel Bloggers Conference by myself in a couple of weeks. My wife's coming with me, but she's not going to the conference itself with me. I know a couple of people that are going, but basically, I'm going to be there by myself. And that's always a little nerve wracking because, you know, you, you want to meet people, but you want it to be cool and you just... I don't know, I want to have a good time, and you know you don't want to put too much pressure on the whole situation. Which there's nothing to worry about. Uh, it's you know it's all just in your mind, and you go, you just relax and have a good time, and it's fun. I mean, we could do a whole show on you know how to attend conferences or whatever, but sure. I mean, I well, think let's do it. Though, that'd, that'd be uh, fun. The timer th- th- just went off. Chris is buzzing us. I know. Chris but, I is mean, buzzing us. You know the real I think tip if you're going to say oh you're going to go to a conference you want to you want to meet some people connect with people the tip is to just go and listen. And don't expect anything from anybody and have a good time. You know, that's, that's what I would say. It's not about, hey, I'm going to like give as many business cards as I can and like I'm going to try to meet the important. You just got to like kind of follow your intuition and let it follow unfold. It. And serendipity yeah, and will
1: arrive. My let serendipity arrive. Can I, can I, I know Chris buzzed us. <laughs> I, and I, we're going to go over, but this time it's going to be my fault. I think, can I leave us with one serendipitous story that I just think is really cool that I think can show others how this, how this can work? Sure. Because it's it's, it's a Were few years in. you asking my the, permission? I'm asking your permission cuz you started the podcast cuz you're the one who kicked it off. I didn't even know what to say in the beginning, remember? I was stumbling over. So, yes, you're the ma- I will allow all right. this story past the time. Chris, will so, you
0: allow the story or are you going to buzz us?
1: He might, he might be buzzing us. We might be getting... I, I hope Chris can put in like a little Pee-wee's Playhouse word of the day thing for anytime we say serendipity. And it's like, eh, word of the day. Um, all right. So, and because this is a few years in the making. So, sometimes serendipity doesn't happen all at once, right? So, I met some uh, a girl named Emily Utter, who's a good friend of ours, who's a life coach, who's really cool. Both of us are really good friends with her to this day. I met her about two, three years ago, because she was doing a series called the Adventurous Entrepreneur Series. I don't know how she found out about me, but she wanted to interview me. So I said, sure. And she interviewed you as well, because then I suggested she interview you. Okay, cool. Then we met in person at World Domination Summit, the conference we were just talking about. We met her then that next year, I believe, at World Domination Summit. So that was cool. So that kind of like solidified the relationship, because all three of us went out to dinner, hung out, really cool. Okay, so fast forward, I'm in I'm in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and it's her birthday, I believe, or, or she's going, she's leaving, or something, and she wants to have a dinner. So we all go out to a dinner, and it's uh, the only person I know there is Emily and and Heather and I, my wife, and uh, and there was another girl there named Andrea who I met, really nice girl. She she was living over in Chiang Mai. We talked a little bit, you know, we became friends on Facebook, which is a great way for serendipity, right? Becoming friends on Facebook. Fast forward to this October. So the, this is like a you know like two years in the making. Andrea comes in or Andrea, I'm in New York City with you, Jay, and um and Andrea for whatever reason is in New York City too. She's just flying home from Thailand, so she's in New York City too. So she was like, oh, I saw you in New York City because this post. I'm here too. We should meet up. We hadn't seen each other since that that like dinner way back, you know, maybe a year ago. And I'm like, okay, cool. So turns out she's going to this meetup in New York City of people who went to this thing called Awesomeness Fest, which Jay and I had not gone to because we were in New York City together. And she goes, you guys should just come. I didn't go to this too, but I heard anyone can come. And we're like, oh, I don't know about this. is where we trust our intuition. We're like, I don't know. Like, we're going to show up to this meetup of people we don't know. And like, is that going to be weird? Are they going to kick us out, this and that? But for whatever reason, I had a gut feeling of like, we should go to this right? And remember, Jay, we're out in Brooklyn and we were going to breweries. I'm like, ah, you know, should we make our way all the way over to go this? And I just felt really strong, like, yeah, we should, even though it was awkward. So we went, we met Andrea. Turns out there, I met someone else who had friended me on Facebook a while back named Brian Lo Frumento, who if some of you are in Location Indie know, just came on to Location Indie and gave a kick-ass expert Q&A and was part of our Paradise Pack this year. So, you know, you have all the, and, and is an awesome dude and is helping me with my business. I'm helping him with his business. We've become really good friends now. And we happened to meet in New York City. We didn't know each other. And um, we met, you know, he knew me through Facebook and friends of friends, but he saw me there. He's like, Travis. I'm like, okay. And we started talking. He was a great dude. And now we're good friends. So it's like four, it took like three or four people to make it to him. And it took like two or three years. But that's how it all happens when you start kind of ingratiating yourself in these types of communities is it just like it snowballs. And, um, you know, not everyone's going to become your best friend or your business partner or it's going to help you or you're going to help them. But, you know, typically they still – you still have a relationship with them and it maintains a good relationship and that might lead to other things. So,
0: Yeah. And uh, woo, side that note. Was a long story, I, uh, I guess. If I didn't stay at uh, the Mango Tree Hostel in Brazil – for a few days, I wouldn't have met my wife from Norway, who was also staying there at the same exact time. So, serendipity covers a lot of... Your story's
1: of, a little shorter
0: serendipi- and a little more romantic. Serendipity covers a lot of aspects of life, you know? That's and- all I'm going to say. And uh, I, I I don't know. The The only point to this is uh, we hope we run into you serendipitously somewhere uh, after this podcast. Um, and if you uh, serendipitously want to run into us in the first week in October, Travis and I are thinking about running some type of retreat. I'm throwing this yeah. out
1: there, so I, let's, let's just leave it at that. We're not sure about the dates,
0: but yes, it's it's possibly it's on the table. Possibly we're we're gauging. It's on the interest, table. So reach Chris out. Has and been, us Chris has been
1: Chris has been buzzing me probably a thousand times mm-hmm. by now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So right. guys, embrace serendipity. If you want to check out uh, the community that we run, that's that's tied to this podcast, it's it's called Location Indie as well. You can go to location i n d i e com. You can also text. Location Indie, all one word I-N-D-I-E, Location I-N-D-I-E to 33444. That'll get you on a new newsletter list. You'll get a bunch of free goodies um, and and learn about the community that way. So if you're on your smartphone, you can do that right from your smartphone. Just text that Location Indie, all one word, to 33444 and uh, embrace serendipity today. Have a great day. Peace.